Oh yes, it's back door cover. What's good? Sunday morning. We're about to give you everything you wanted and more. Hit the high porn. Let's go. Backdoor cover. I am Micah. I am joined by Brad, and I will soon be joined by Peter the Irish Guy, El Gars, and Can't Miss Mitch. We haven't gotten. I'm. I am recording live uh, from my in-laws' house in Yonkers, New York. Brad is in the MWBK studios. Brad, how are you, buddy? What's up, Micah? Yonkers and Yonkers and the other three bozos that I mentioned earlier. Uh, are apparently in a vehicle that's being driven by someone else on their way to the Pets uh, Texans game, and they're going to be out of control, hammered. I would imagine. The way I understand it is they um, paid this person to drive them. I don't think anyone would voluntarily drive those buffoons. Oh yeah, the no, state. they have a driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I should mention we're recording this at ten oh nine Eastern time, so nine oh nine Central. So we apologize that we didn't get you the algo uh, episode Early. earlier this week. But we're getting it to you Sunday morning. I'm going to go pretty heavy on social so people can see it. Uh, those guys are going to join us in about 10 minutes, allegedly. But in the meantime, I think Brad and I are going to run over a little college do our Sunday news. morning routine and run over college football. Before we get to that, a couple of promotional notes, Brad. Of course. Call our hotline, 800-392-6344. I don't know why Will from Michigan has just stopped calling after Michigan uh, has is basically shit the bed all season, even though they got – an unbelievable, inspiring three-overtime win against Ohio. Oh, wait, no, not Ohio State. Rutgers yesterday. <laughs> usually that inspires him to call in. Adversity usually in- inspires call-ins, but I-, I think it might be too dire. In, uh, he might have just killed himself. Well, let's not be uh, that morbid, but yes. He, he might be uh, you know, drowning in a-, a bucket of beer somewhere. That was not him texting me. But call the hotline. Also, uh, listen to Mind of Micah. Did you know what came back this week, Brad? Tell me. Jersey's Day. Oh, America's gosh. number one Jersey Shore podcast. Thank you. Get crazy. Get wild. There's no way uh, anybody gives a shit about Jersey Day still. You feel you still have listeners on I, that. I don't know. I'm not calling I know you out. People, I'm just saying. I can't believe people are still watching the show, but the night that it was on, the only show on television that beat beat it in the ratings was the Thursday night football game. Barf. America is stupid. It's un- America is stupid, but if you want to know what's happening on Jersey Shore, check out America's number one Jersey Shore podcast, <laughs> Jersey Day, only on the Mind of Micah feed. You have available no shame, wherever sir. podcasts are found. You have no shame. Okay. And one more note that's important: Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter. This coming might be Monday, the all-star right here. This could be a really good one. I haven't done any work on it yet, uh, but I'm going to work on it all day today and tomorrow. It is uh, Thanksgiving, the special Thanksgiving recipe edition of Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter. So you live can from Yonkers. Live from Yonkers. Uh, it'll be in your inbox around lunchtime tomorrow. So subscribe today. Get it tomorrow. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Let Before we get to college football, let's just kind of run through it, the rest of the sports headlines. Serge Ibaka uh, plans to sign with the Clippers. Okay. Tristan. Tristan Thompson spends uh, has spent nine years in Cleveland, if you can believe that. He's going to the Celtics. Nine years in Cleveland, um, and he's been with the Kardashian for half that time. That poor bastard. Yeah, poor, no joke. But he's now head to, to Boston. Um, that's a that's a huge upgrade. 
Probably so. That's you know that gives them some athleticism. I, I don't know. I think he'll um, be a contributor immediately. Drew Brees is apparently progressing, but has more rib fractures than before, which is like, I don't know. Every time I turn on the TV, like he's got another broken rib somewhere. I like how many ribs does this dude have? Um, but it, whatever. It's that's, hard being old. That's a good point. I'll speak that's a good from point. experience. It stinks. Yeah. And uh, let's see the people are really mad about the fighting Reese Davises. We'll talk about that. And uh, the the other headline on ESPN, Harbaugh says QB McNamara, quote, inspiring in three overtime win. I just can't believe you can't put that headline until it says three overtime win over Rutgers because mm. that's what happened. Just a, like I, it's amazing how bad they are. You got to find right, some so inspiration as, somewhere. He's doing his job. I guess. So as we mentioned, uh, we will preview every pro football game with the Algo picks here momentarily. But before we do, we're going to run through college football. Not a big slate yesterday. Um, the biggest story is Northwestern, the fighting right Reese Davises. Uh, this is, they are quite upset about this. Uh, apparently, let's see, who was it? Joey Galloway said that Northwestern said, quote, Honestly, they've got a bunch of Reese Davises running around out there taking a jab at Reese while suggesting the Wildcats might be at an athletic disadvantage. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, Reese Davis said, high-level athletes, huh? And he said, very athletic, Reese. Very sarcastically, that's what I said that. So after the game was over, uh, and Galloway also said that the Wildcats play the game the right way. They're scrappy. They don't make a lot of mistakes. That, that's generally like they've got white dudes on their team. That's code language generally, but okay. Uh, okay. then <laughs> that's my take on it. Yes. Then Pat Fitzgerald after the game, after they kicked, they really just kicked the shit out of Wisconsin yesterday to go to five and zero, and they're in first place in the in the Big Ten West, and will probably win the Big Ten West, which is amazing. So Northwestern feels incredibly disrespected uh, at five and zero, and in the driver's seat to win. The uh, the Big Ten West, I guess. The other big game in the Big Ten yesterday was Ohio State. They beat Indiana by a touchdown. Uh, this game wasn't that close for most of it, but Indiana comes back and keeps every game close. Indiana's got um, some receivers, man. They kind of remind me of old school yeah. tech. They remind me of, like Michael Crabtree's tech team. Yeah, they got some guys. They can play, and and a quarterback makes plays, and uh, that's. You know, the other two big stories in the Big Ten, I don't know why we're so heavy on the Big Ten today, is uh, Penn State is 0-5 for the first time in the history of the franchise, or the history of the program, I think, which is kind of wild to think. Especially under James Um, Franklin. He's a really good coach. I'm surprised. That's he's got the reputation of a great coach and he recruits really well. Like I just don't understand how that can happen. Mm. Um, and we talked a little bit about Michigan needing three overtimes to beat uh Rutgers. And Rutgers was winning this game. The, they, uh, Michigan had to bench their quarterback. They had to do all sorts of stuff. Um, the other biggest game was Cincinnati. Um, you know, it wasn't a great slate, as I mentioned, but uh, Cincinnati beat UCF 36-33. Cincinnati moves to 8-0. They're ranked number seven. They're going to be right there and, uh, as an undefeated team. BYU also won 66-14 over North Alabama, so they're 9-0. and So those are your teams outside of the power five that are undefeated at this point that byu um, quarterback threw 10 he completed 10 balls and he had four touchdowns 
So that's pretty good. You know, that's efficient. Four out of his ten uh, completions went for ten touchdowns. of sixteen, two twelve, and four touches. That'll do. Nice. Yeah. Uh, running through the rest of these real quick. Bama kicked the hell out of uh, Kentucky, sixty-three to three. Uh, we talked about Ohio State 42-35 over Indiana. Florida beat Vandy 38-17. Vandy's terrible. Um, Oregon beats UCLA. Oregon's now three and zero. They're looking like they could be one of the could be the team from the Pac-12. Uh, 38-35. Georgia struggled with Mississippi State, but uh, they do hold on 31-24. Uh, they scored late to win that game by a touchdown. Another notable game, Oklahoma kicked the hell out of Oklahoma State. God, I, I love it. Mike Gundy, I think, is like 2-14 and 14 against Oklahoma since he's been at Okie State. He, I hate that guy, and I love to see him do poorly. Mm, mm, mm. This is a good lead-in because he's got a bad mullet, and our upcoming segment here features a That's man with true. a bad mullet. But okay, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Running through, here, here's another undefeated uh, non-Power 5 team. Coastal Carolina goes to 8-0. They beat App State, who's generally a good program. App State falls to 6-2. and two, So uh, Coastal Carolina wins that game by 11. Iowa State kicked the hell out of Kansas State, 45-0. That's, uh, that's a weird one. I, I really thought that Kansas State program was kind of on They're the bounce back. They kind of feisty, weren't they? I don't know. Maybe I they got so, some injuries or sickness or something. Who knows? Iowa State improves to six and two. I'm sure someone will will hire their coach and they'll go back into uh, obscurity soon. <laughs> uh, USC, the other team that looks like a contender in the Pac-12, they beat Utah pretty pretty bad at pretty, Utah. It was Utah's sound. first game though. Yeah, uh, 33-17. Utah, uh, USC now three and zero, even though with two close wins and then that one. That's a good one. Uh, Liberty and Hugh Freeze lost, which made me happy. Mm. They had a field goal blocked at the end of the game. Uh, NC State beats them 15-14. to 14. Liberty did cover. That was my big boy stacks lock of the week on Too Much Dip, my other sports podcast. And then Auburn uh, just just uh, smoked Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee is just terrible. They've lost five in a row, all by 10 points or more. And I, I just feel like you and I talked about how good Tennessee was all the first two weeks. And then they are just awful. Five in a row. I don't think they've ever done that in in, in uh, program history. Yeah. To, to think that Missouri now sits at three and three in conference, and Tennessee is now two and five, uh, almost certainly going to finish below Mizzou uh, in the SEC East is kind of amazing. Um, the wheels really fell yeah. off. Yeah. The other the other big story, the games that are postponed as always. Uh, Florida State Clemson got postponed yesterday, day of the game, which was crazy. Uh, Ole Miss, A&M. A&M sits there at number five in the country, Clemson at number four, and the Aggies just can't play. Like They've got such an outbreak. They've missed two games in a row, I think. Uh, the other postponed games, Georgia Tech-Miami, Charlotte Marshall, Texas-Kansas. Uh, yeah, that game was a late cancellation too. <clears throat> but, yeah, uh, that's college football. And now let's get to the main event, the thing that we really need to get going so we can get this thing posted and live before these games kick off. We're we're about to be joined by Peter the Irish guy, Can't Miss Mitch, and Elgars, who are in the back of a vehicle drinking heavily, legally, I think. They have a, a driver. And uh, I mean actually who knows what they're doing. They're not driving. We know that. That's good. Legality is usually not on. something that goes into their considerations, but yes. They are on the line. We wanted to just bring them on the show live, but Peter was just like, no play our music 
And so we had to play them in. So you're about to hear that. It's kind of dramatic. So without further ado, <laughs> anything else to add before we, we bring these guys in there? That's it, and that's all. Here they come. All right, hit the music. Bye-bye. Garza, I can hear you talking noise. <laughs> amateur operations. Speaking of amateurs, we're now joined by El Gars, Peter the Irish guy, and of course, can't miss Mitch hit the high point. Let's go. It's time for the value index algorithm. We're picking every game against the spread in the National Football League. Gentlemen, fill the audience in on what's going on right now. Where are you? What's happening? And uh, your general feelings at the moment. What's happening? We've got a crew just rolling to NRG Stadium right now. We got Peter the Irish guy. Going on. We got Gars. And we got a special guest star in Brosco. Not confused with Rico Bosco, who absolutely is a dipshit on camera, unless he has Portnoy. And his picks absolutely stink. Oh, <laughs> coming, out with, absolutely stink. coming out hot with the hate, early morning hate. Uh, so big, big, big pass day, big pass day. We're seeing. I'm dressed like Bill Belichick right now. I've got my cutoff hoodie. I'll send a picture. We'll upload it on the gram. We've got an absolute crew loaded with champagne, boozing on our way down there. A lot of fun things going on. Mitch, did, are you guys uh, are you guys paying someone to drive you? I can't imagine someone would voluntarily drive you bozos across the state. Yeah. We're paying him so much money, and <laughs> he. Ought to, he He's been in the car with us for five minutes. He hates us already. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers to that right. gentleman. Thank you for your service. Okay. <laughs> so let's get into it then. We're late, uh, but better late than never. That's right. We're recording this Sunday morning, as we mentioned earlier. Mitch, let's start with last week, though. Uh, as, as everyone knows, this is the value index algorithm. The algo spits out the picks. We make every bet. We win every week. Mitch, how did we do last week, and do you have an update as to where we are on the season? Yeah, so 8-6 and six last week. And actually, that's the third week in a row we're 8-6. and six. Before that, we were 10-4 and four, and then 6-6. Six and six. So we're, we've doubled our money. We're up like, I don't know how much. We've, du- we've doubled our money, Brad. Yeah, we're over and if you've been it. playing yeah, exactly. every, if, if Depending on your unit size, you're up about 15 units right now. What's the overall, Mitch? It's 55 and 39. Beautiful. Okay. 16 units. Let's go. Um, all right. So eight and six week. Let's uh, let's not mess around. Let's get to it. Seattle host Arizona this week. The Seahawks. No, are that was three- Thursday. Oh, that was Thursday. Were we? Where were we on that game? We we had, we had Arizona. Arizona. We took the Seattle cover. Yeah, big L there. Like, yeah, so I was supposed to post something, and I just wanted to see how many people actually needed the algo. Like, I wanted to see how much they craved it. So I was just like, DM me, and I'll tell you the pick. But I ended up getting absolutely shit-based on Thursday. Oh and I had like a trillion messages. So apologies that I didn't get back to anybody. And I honestly didn't expect – I honestly thought like my mom listened to this, and that was it. I had no idea if people listen to the Brad's mom listens as well. Hey, she easy, easy DM'd. over there, okay. easy. Mrs. Key DM me. Uh, all right, cover let's, your ears, let's mom. move on. Cover your ears. 
let's move on. Let's start with uh, perhaps the worst game in the history of football. The Washington football team hosts the Cincinnati Bengals. Washington, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. No need to spend a lot of time on this, Mitch. What does the algo say here? The algo said, I don't care about this game. That's what the algo said. Mm. I don't give a shit. But if we're actually betting this game and you are a true degenerate because you're a uh, football team fan or a Bengal fan, we're betting. Uh, Washington wins 26-23. to 23. With that line sitting at a minus one for Washington, you're getting two on the value index. I hate it. I hate it. Oh, I like it. Washington is the pick. Uh, I'll take it. All right, let's move on. No more time on that one. Uh, New Orleans, the Saints are at home hosting the Atlanta Falcons. This is a division game. Saints without Drew Brees, of course, who just keeps breaking ribs left and right. Uh, the Saints are still a three-and-a-half-point home favorite against an Atlanta team that started like shit but has been playing pretty well recently. Mitch, what are your thoughts? Well, that line opened up at seven, and now we're sitting at three and a half, probably get to three at game time. 57% on the, of the betting public is on New Orleans. And obviously that's because of what's going on in the starting quarterback position. I pray to God Winston starts because he's Diablo not. has New Orleans winning 21-20. I know he's not. Um, but Diablo has 21-20. No. no They're starting, Hill yeah. Starts. Exactly. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Okay. I like this game. I actually, I actually would like to watch it because I think the Falcons actually have a shot at winning this game. But don't bet the Falcons. You can't bet the Falcons. Because you're an idiot. Falcons. We're betting the Falcons. Pipe down back okay. there. Uh, Garza, do you have any pick, any take on this game? Uh, it's the NFL, Garza. Oh, we're talking about football? <laughs> yeah, football. Garza just finished beer buying a champagne bottle. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, I just, wanted to, I just wanted to hear uh, your voice. How did... I wasn't listening to anything. <laughs> is too busy on Instagram playing his games. All right. I, I will say, I, I, got a hot, I got a hot pick, hot pick of the week. Uh-oh. Uh, Dallas Cowboys stink, and they're going to lose. Okay. That's a hot take. That is a That's- hot take. We'll get to that later. Uh, they, yeah, thank you for that, Gars. All right, moving on. Jacksonville. Here's a here's a great game. Jacksonville hosting the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers with Vladimir Luton at quarterback. I like it. against uh, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, aka Ben Raplesberger. Oh no! I'm just being I'm just being rude today. Uh, Pittsburgh is a ten and a half point road favorite, which is a lot of points. Something tells me the algorithm may disagree. Mitch, tell us what the algo says. I, I saw the math on this, and I hated it. I was like, this is an automatic loser, guaranteed. Um, but that line opened up at 9.5. It's now sitting at 10.5, trying to get money on Jacksonville. And it's actually working because 52% of the betting public uh, are on Jacksonville. So slight, uh, slightly more money coming in on them. The algo has Pittsburgh winning uh, 28 to I'm sorry, 30 to 24. So we would take Jacksonville. I think Pittsburgh absolutely blows them away. This is a game that I'm going to bet, but I'm going to hate myself for taking it. And I'm going to be like, of course, I knew Pittsburgh would be up 17 nothing in the first quarter. So we got four and, and a half points of value on Jags. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking absolutely love the Jags. <laughs> the QB, Vladimir Luton, sounds like a fucking star player from the Netherlands, a name like that. But yeah, I fucking love, love the Jacksonville Jags, foot down and a half. 
it's just a letdown game for for the right or for the Steelers. They got the Ravens on Thanksgiving as well next week. It just screams a close game, and Pittsburgh uh, sneak it out late. So I love the Jack. Is this Look, the lock we, of the week here, last, Mitch? What are we doing? This, this, is my, this is my lock of the week. This is Mark Pete's it. lock. Wow. Yeah. Jack it is four and a half points of value on the algorithm. That's that's one of the higher numbers we've seen this week. Okay, but I want to say I want to say it's our lock of the week because we all hate it except for Peter. Uh, this is one where you wake up in the morning and say, "Why did I bet on Why did I bet on Jacksonville?" Uh, not so fast. You, I, I kind of like Jacksonville in the spot. Ten, ten and a half points is a lot I, of points. Know, I think I do too. But we're betting Jacksonville because that's what the algo says. That's what I'm moving saying. on to. Moving on to another shitty game between shitty teams um, that are somehow relevant in their respective playoff pictures. The Cleveland Browns host the Philadelphia Eagles, the first place Philadelphia Eagles uh, today. The Browns are two and a half point favorites. I mean, my position on the Browns all season is that the Browns probably shouldn't be two and a half point favorites against Westlake High School or anyone else, but they are at home. Philly, Philly is terrible, and they're getting two and a half points. Mitch, what's the algo say? The algo saw Chubb's run last week that absolutely fucked over every single Cleveland backer, and they are going down. They're done. Because Ooh. of that, they've got Falcons juju. The algo knows all of this. This is part of the, the, the statistics that go into the algo, but we're going to have a shocker upset Eagles with the last second field goal winning 21 to 20. I'm seeing that line at three, 57% of the betting public's on Cleveland. Philly, I don't know why I love them, but I just feel like they come away with a W here. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, the algo uses juju and magic as part of its equation. There you have it. Wow. So we're on Philly on the money line. In fact, uh, to win the game straight up, they, that's three and a half points of value. I, I, Mike, I hate it. Settle down on the money line. We're take, settle, settle down on the money line. We're taking the three points. Simmer down. Uh, okay. I, I'll just also say this, though. I hate that pick. I hate Philly, but I think I hate Cleveland, too. But I think I hate Philly worse. Betting on Philly is not – ugh. Do but we're right? doing I honestly, it. I, I looked at their injury report. There's 15 people that are out on both care, sides of the ball. Um, most both sides of the ball, like yeah, and on the Cleveland, yeah, Miles Garrett today with COVID, mm. a lot of injuries, a lot of injuries, and I think Philly's D is going to be able to hang around and cause problems for Baker. Betting on either of these teams is masochism, but it, it is what it is. We're betting on it. We got the Eagles. What's the next game, Micah? All right, here's a, another stinker. There's a bunch of these this week. Carolina hosts Detroit. No one can possibly care about this. I guess Detroit, if they can get another, put another win together to be mildly interesting on Thanksgiving, that's worth caring about. Carolina, a one-and-a-half-point home underdog to the Detroit Lions with Matthew Stafford and his, and his wife, who uh, mm-hmm. says that Michigan is a communist state. Um, we won't get into Kelly. St- I think it's Kelly Stafford. She's a moron and uh, and a anti-vaxxer and a mass denier. So that's they got that going for them. But that's not really what's important here. <laughs> They're one and a half point road favorites at Carolina. What are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts are both sides are absolutely decimated. Detroit is out with Swift. They don't have Galladay. But I trust Stafford here. 
and I think Patricia gets it done. The Algo loves Detroit, 27 and 21, and I actually like this pick. Um, I think Detroit gets a W here. The right team is favored. You've got a slight uh, road favorite at one and a half. That line opened up the other way, too. Carolina was favored and now swung in the direction of Detroit. Huh. And 56% of the batting public's on Carolina, which I like. But guess what? Bridgewater's not there. And McCaffrey, so I, I think Detroit's going to come away with a W. I don't like this game either, but I do like it. Okay, It's Detroit. You're not going to feel good about I've- betting on Detroit. I think I like this one. Uh, Carolina keeps every game close, but they but had, Detroit's they don't got have their Prater. Quarterback. They, yeah, right. Detroit's got Prater. They've got a great kicker. This feels like Detroit <laughs> winning this game by a field goal, and if that's the case, you're going to cover. So I, I, I like that pick. Uh, all right, here is uh, a a good one. The I, I guess it was the AFC Wild Card round matchup last year, or not our divisional round. Baltimore hosts Tennessee. Tennessee. Uh, beat Baltimore, of course, in the playoffs last year. Baltimore has been waiting for this game for a long time. They ruined their season. Baltimore is a six-point home favorite. The Ravens have been good against bad teams and just not good against good teams, uh, which I, I think sort of speaks to their level of coaching. I think good, good coaching, well-coached teams beat teams that they're better than. Um, but they're sort of fundamentally a flawed one-dimensional team. Uh, Tennessee, you could say the same thing. These are both teams that want to run the football and play, uh, get ahead and run the football. So we'll see what happens early. Baltimore, a six-point home favorite. Mitch, what's the algorithm say? So the algo has Baltimore winning a close one, 24 to 20. 67% of the betting public is in on Tennessee. So I think this is too many points as a three-point game. Uh, Tennessee obviously getting downgraded after their shit performance on Thursday night, but you're giving Brable an extra few days to study that matchup. And obviously Baltimore losing in New England in an absolutely monsoon. I don't know if you guys saw that game, yes. but no joke, it was a tsunami in Gillette and worked out really well for being a Patriot fan. But uh, I think Tennessee's going to keep this close. Baltimore, they're kind of beating up on offense. They don't really have a lot of weapons. Uh, other than Lamar Jackson, I think Tennessee has enough to take to maybe even pull out an upset. Mm. Okay. So we've got the Titans. That's uh, two points of value on the the index. Uh, yeah. Two value. Two points of index value. All right, Micah, what do we got next? The biggest game of the week. This is where I just we're live know, coming from. I want to – yeah. I, maybe we should save this one for last. Oh, yeah? Um, that would be in Houston, New England. Yeah. Houston, New England. Uh, why don't we get to it now? Why not? The sorry-ass Houston Texans, the worst franchise in all of sports, the one that traded the best player in all of football, the best offensive player anyway, perhaps, certainly the best wide receiver, for David Johnson and a second-round pick, a team that doesn't have a first-round pick or a second-round pick, an absolute dumpster fire of a, of a franchise, hosts the New England Patriots, the former model of uh, competitiveness and championships in the sport, the greatest dynasty pro football people pro football has seen in in generations. Easy now with Cam Newton who, can, who struggles to throw a forward pass, and uh, this is a game that that should be interesting. There will be at least four very drunk people there on their way. Uh, the Patriots are two and a half point road favorites at Houston. 
what's going to happen here? I, and and I want to hear from everybody, including Gars. Oh, we're definitely going uh, to hear this. from everybody. So first of all, this line opened up at New England plus two and a half, which is mental because what New England has figured something out, which is old school Cleveland Brown football from the, when Belichick was first in Cleveland. We're going to go heavy run and we're going to control the clock. And it's perfect because the Texans give up a league leading worst 5.2 yards a carry. So we activated Tony Michelle. We're going to control, we're going to control the clock and we're going to, we're going to win this game. The Algo backs this saying New England's going to win 23, 20. Peter, what do you think? Well, first don't ever mention the Browns and the Patriots. <laughs> the that is a, that's a cardinal fucking sin. All right, drop me off. Let me out of the car. Don't let me fucking make me sick. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think the Pats win by double digits. I think oh. this, is, this is a, a nice, this is a nice easy game. If the Texans have checked out, no one gives a shit. Sean Watson will be running around trying to make shit happen, and the defense will pick him off. Jackson to get another pick today. Pass by 10. Okay. Roscoe. I've been with Bill all morning. In the car, he's been prepping. He was up early. We had a long conversation about the game. I'm feeling pretty confident about the Patriots just running away with this one. Okay. All right. What about Algars? Houston, a uh, Houston Good fan. Give two but... shits about this fucking game. <laughs> but you're I'm going. drunk. I got a magnificent mustache. Oh. I got a slight mullet and a signed Deshaun Watson jersey. I'm getting on TV, baby. Hey, by the way, watch for us because we will be sitting uh, in the end zone, second row. So they pretty much blocked off the first, like, ten rows. Um, we're right behind the field goal, so we'll be there. By the way, if you do end up seeing us, the nine with us is Al Gars. He mm. looks fabulous with his new do. He just left the A's in 1977. <laughs> He's looking like an absolute boss. Him and Eck are just partying last night. I mean, he looks gorgeous. Wow. So Gars is either making it on TV or going to prison. One of the other yeah. is going to happen here. Okay. Got it. Well, if he ends up in prison, he'll probably end up on TV too. That's true. So the world's going to see it. One way, or, one way or another, we're going to see that magnificent bullet. It's going viral like COVID tomorrow. Uh, oh tremendous. What are you guys drinking, by the way? Mimosas, Tito's, things, I don't know. What? Champagne. Yeah. Mostly clear liquids. Yeah, we're good. Fabulous. Shouts to, shouts to your driver. All right, uh, the Jets, the worst team in football, go to the Los Angeles Chargers. Jets going cross country. They are nine and a half point underdogs to a rookie quarterback and a team that can't win a game. Basically, finds a new, Chargers find new ways to lose every week, but they haven't played the Jets yet, which is nice. As mentioned, Chargers nine and a half point. Home favorites. This is this game stinks, but Mitch, what's the algo say? Well, first off, this is a stay away from me because there's not much value. Um, we've got 27-17. Uh, Chargers, With yeah. the Chargers coming, coming away with the victory. So if you're going to take this game, I feel bad for you. Um, there's so many other games to bet on that I think you're going to win money on. But, hey, if we're sticking to it and we're going through every game um, – you're, you're going to take the Chargers, and depending on what your book has, nine and a half, buy that thing down to nine. Uh, Peter disagrees with the album completely. But have you seen the fucking haircut on this loser from San Diego as the quarterback? <laughs> I mean, this the worst fucking haircut. He went from being kind of cool, you know, down in fucking, where, where are they, San Diego or L.A. or wherever he is, and then he fucking does this new book called It's All. 
think he loses to the Jets and he contemplates suicide later tonight. Oh boy. Yeah, oh. I don't know. 59% <laughs> of the betting public on uh, on the Chargers. Um, I would say this. Um, I agree with his bad haircut, but the thing that irks me about Herbert is his pimply face. <laughs> I can't stand a grown yes. man with that many pimples. Like, like get some proactive. I don't know what the it look worse. Like, it's, it's, it's terrible. Hide your face. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm contemplating the Angelo's pick because of his pimply face and bad haircut. Okay. The algo doesn't take into look. consideration maybe it's, a, uh, maybe it's a long play to get a yeah, maybe it's a long play to get a proactive sponsorship. But when you're the rookie of the year, you should probably be striving for more, I think. Okay. okay. Um all right, so the the algo likes the Chargers by a half point. Ugh, that's all I'm going to say. Yuck. Let's move on. Uh I know exactly where the algo is going to be on this before I even have to see it. Denver host Miami, the team that the algo loves the most. Miami, a three-and-a-half-point road favorite uh, at at mile high in the altitude. I don't know what the weather's going to be like, but what's the algo say? Uh, the algo loves Miami. I think that the algo loves Miami every single week. It doesn't even matter who they're playing. I don't know. It's a sign. I think I need to move to Miami. Mm. Um, but they're, they're really – I was telling Peter earlier, I, I think they're a complete team on both sides of the ball. Um you know, Tua looks good, and their defense, it's all about their defense, and that's what Flores is all about. Um, but mile high, this is a tricky thing. You go into mile high, you just never know what Denver does. Uh, Drew Locke, I think, is just going to run into some problems. Dialgo has Miami winning on the road 31-23. Um, I bet you this game is going to be a little uncomfortable at points for Miami Packers where they're like, damn, I'm kind of going to be sweating this out, but I think Miami's going to hit up. Uh, pulling, pulling out a victory in uh, mile high. Agreed. The you guys have any thoughts? Uh, yeah, I like I like Miami. They've won five in a row. Their only losses were to the Patriots, the Bills, and the Seahawks. So they've lost all good teams. I love Miami. I think I think they're a good team. I think they're going to win. Is Cutler still a quarterback, in Miami? Yeah, he's still yeah. Miami six and three against the spread. Denver three and six against the spread. Um, yeah, I feel really good about the Dolphins. We're right. Drew Lock homers on this podcast, but uh, it's always trick or treat with him. And he could, throw for four, he could throw for four touchdowns and they can beat Miami by a touchdown, or he could throw four picks and they could lose by three touchdowns today. So, uh, I, you know, at Denver, mile high is always scary for me as a better to bet on the other side. But the algo has loved Miami and Miami has gotten us paid. So that's where we are again this time. Let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys, that fucking trash squad, another terrible organization. They may be worse than the Texans, truthfully, because they're owned by a racist who's <laughs> empowering his son. They're basically the president. It's basically the same problem our nation has. There's just a lot of uh, – we're run, we're run by an old racist white guy who um, – who's empowering the people that his family members and it's, and they have no idea what they're doing and he's done it for 30 years. I hate Jerry Jones. I hope that he dies. Oh no. Uh, oh no. Andy Dalton set to start for the Cowboys today. Uh, according to a, an NFL reporters, the, the, this is amazing. Andy Dalton still can't taste or smell, but he had a pretty good week of practice and is ready to go against the Vikings, which is hilarious. Uh, he is also, lost 16 of his last 18 starts. So, great. You know, oh who wants God. to see Gary Gilbert? 
when we've got the ginger fuck. Uh, the Cowboys are seven-point road favorites at Minnesota, a team that has turned it around recently and is looking pretty good. Dalvin Cook is cooking, as some might say. Do the Cowboys have any chance? What does the algo say? I know what Gars thinks. You guys know what I think. But Wait, what's the Cowboys the are seven-point favorites? No. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. Seven-point road dogs. Thank you. Thank you for catching me there. What's the algo say here? Um, I just have a question before we get there. Are we anti-ginger on this podcast? Do we hate redheads? We don't hate anybody, Mitch. We're lovers on this podcast. Okay. I don't yeah, care for Andy like Dalton. It. it sounds like it. Well, <laughs> these teams are heading in completely different directions. Uh, Minnesota has ripped off three in a row. They're now four and five against the spread. Uh, Dallas has lost four in a row. What's crazy about this? Cowboys Nation. Still doesn't get it because 58% of the betting public oh is God. coming in on Dallas. They're psychotic. Um, Diablo has Minnesota winning 27-17. Um, I think they get, got something going. This is an easy, easy win for Minnesota. This is going to be like a 14-0, 14-3 first quarter. You're going to be cruising. You're going to watch your other games. Be like That one's in the bag. What's next? I, hey, I thought that Dalton was out because of concussion. Is it Was he out because of COVID? You said he lost his no, taste but- and his smell. It was COVID, yeah. Okay. He got not he got knocked out of a game. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought you but were saying then, that he yeah. lost his taste and smell from a concussion. I was like, Jesus. Okay. No, but then he missed the next game due to COVID. There we and go. then they've started Ben DiNucci and Nooch and then Garrett Gilbert in successive weeks. Then they came off the bye. So the ginger still can't taste or smell, but he's back. Uh all right. Well I, I don't have hey, time hey, for Mike, the Cowboys. Mike, what are the chances what are the chances that Gilbert get in this game? I mean, probably pretty, pretty high. I think he yeah, can taste I, and smell better than him. I'll make a prediction. Gary Gilbert starts for the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day, Thursday. Ooh. It's a homecoming. You know, how about that, Garson? I, I like that. I'm into it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Indianapolis hosts Green Bay. This is a good game, at least on paper. Uh, Green Bay has a good record, but still seems a little shaky. I don't know. They are one-and-a-half-point underdogs to Phillip Rivers, at Indianapolis, uh, this Indy team's got a pretty solid defense, but Phil Rivers just isn't good, and and is still like for a guy who's you hire because he's a veteran, he's so inconsistent. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this game. The line is Indy minus one and a half. Mitch, what's the algo say? First off, you always say Green Bay shaky, and they're seven and two. There's nothing shaky <laughs> about seven and two. There's nothing shaking. We do this that, every time. And last last year they lost three games. They were thirteen and three. There's something about you in Green Bay that you just don't get. I don't. I don't know what winning. <laughs> what does it take, Micah, for you to think a team is good at seven and two? Yeah. 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 Matt Lafleur. Matt well, Lafleur is twenty and five as a head coach, and I still think they stink. I, I don't know why. Well, you obviously don't. No, actually, I do know why. It's phenomenal. Mike is not uh, well, good at math. No, it's seven and two plus thirteen and three is twenty and five. So I am oh, correct. But somebody check My that. My point math. is, here's why I think that Matt Lafleur is an idiot because they have perhaps the best quarterback not named Patrick Mahomes in the world, and they traded up to get Jordan Love in the first round. Foolish, foolish, foolish. All right, but that's not what's important. Not, Game today is important in Indianapolis. Thank you. Green Bay getting a point and a half. What's the algo say? 
a very close game. And this line actually flip-flopped where Green Bay was favored uh, on the road, and now it's uh, minus one and a half. But Diablo has a very close game. Green Bay winning 27-26. to 26. The betting public is pretty much split, uh, an extra 51% on the Colts. But they get Devontae Adams back today, and I think that completely changes everything for, for Green Bay. He needs his weapons. Uh, Green Bay is going to get this win. Um, it'll be a close one, but we're going to back Green Bay. Totally agree. about that case. Agreed. Okay. Peter, what do you think about Philip Rivers and his 19 children? <laughs> Rivers is garbage. most <laughs> overrated veteran ever to play football. He's won nothing. He's done nothing. Everyone thinks he's good. Oh, he throws so many picks. He stinks. He loses the Patriots every time. <laughs> It always comes back to the Patriots with you, but okay. What about what about the fact that he's got enough cum to shampoo a buffalo? Oh gosh! <laughs> and he doesn't curse either. What a fact! But I bet he throws <laughs> fast. Oh boy! Obviously, All right, just a reminder: Pete, Peter's not from America. Yeah, yeah Peter. Yeah, Peter doesn't it? Yeah, Peter's not from America. Quick reminder: and we don't we don't condone that language. Let's <laughs> move on. Las Vegas. <laughs> Post the. Peter's not a U.S. citizen, but Yasiel Puig is. Don't forget it. <laughs> uh, Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders. God, how good would it be to go see, go to to a pro football game in Las Vegas and go spend a weekend there? You guys even thought about that? What it would be like if the Pats were in Vegas next year? Have Kansas City it? is there. What are you talking about? <laughs> he was there. I live for Vegas. I, I know, but can I you imagine about- when we can really go in rage? Uh, a year from now. Anyway, I, I Vegas. Yeah. I bet you can. Uh, <laughs> Vegas hosts the Chiefs. Vegas beat the Chiefs uh, at Arrowhead earlier this season in one of the most surprising games of the season. The Chiefs are still a juggernaut. They are, and the betters love them, so they're getting are they're giving seven points at Vegas. The Alco thinks this one's going to be a little closer, though. Am I right, Mitch? Absolutely. It's going to be a very close game. Um yeah, I mean, the Alco had the Raiders the last time they played, and I believe it was a double-digit spread, uh, which was crazy to me because Vegas is pretty decent. Um, I like what they're doing. I like that they're at home. Um, obviously, KC is going to come away with a victory, 26-23. Uh, to 23. Uh, Betting public, 60% all over the Raiders here. I feel really good about this pick. It should be a good Sunday night game. All right. Nice. And it's a Monday night game. Tampa Bay. Tom Brady hosts the L.A. Rams. Uh, the Tampa team bounced back last week after uh, that humiliating loss uh, to the Saints two weeks ago. But now Monday night, prime time. Monday night! They are four-point favorites against the L.A. Rams. Jared Goff coming to Tampa. What's the Algo say? Uh, the Algo has a very, very tight game. Uh, Tampa pulling away 24-23. It's going to be a last-second field goal. This is all about the defenses. These are the two best defenses in the league. Um, I think that front line for the Rams is going to do enough to keep him in the game. I would not be surprised to see the Rams actually come away with a victory. You're getting three 